Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> yeah, I can't complain. Um, one week to go before the big one in Saudi Arabia, Joshua and Ghanu. Before we get on to that, um, there's a few other things that I put down first that are sort of more, I say, come out in the last sort of 24, 48 hours that I want to obviously speak to you about. Um, we'll start with Canelo. Um, it's been reported, I think, um, Mike Coppinger, so they've parted ways with the PBC. Obviously, he's had a long-time relationship with Eddie Hearn. Rumours are he's expected to return there with the likes of Jaime Munguia and Edgar Belanga named as potential opponents for this May date. What have you made of this? And are you surprised with how this has unfolded? Well, I think there were two fights left on his PBC deal. There was He's had this one. I think he had one more. So he's obviously getting out of it. I'm surprised in some ways because Amazon Prime was a really good place for him to go. It's got a huge reach, of course, one of the biggest subscriber bases in the world. But obviously, it's a new platform. So, you know, the thing is, Canelo can do what Canelo wants, frankly. He's at that stage in his career. Um I think we want to see him. Belanga looked very good on Saturday night, by the way. Um, big overhand right, I think it was, that he finished his opponent in the sixth round. Um, pleased for Belanga. Nice seeing him back and, and and get powerful win under his belt. My favourites uh, are in this order. Um, for Canelo would be... Um, David Benavidez, then Terence Crawford, then Jaime Munguia. And a lot of people are poo-pooing the Terence Crawford fight, but I just think it'd be amazing. Um, yeah. Look, he's going to do what's best for him. Um, the fact he... Are you suggesting he may get back into the mix with Eddie Hearn? That's what's, that's what's the suggestion online. And obviously, I know you can't go off everything that's read online, but with obviously Belanga touted for Canelo and Jaime Munguia... Um, obviously that relationship he's had with the zone, I think there's a general consensus that, um, and first of all, I was surprised because obviously when you've got a deal with the PBC, I thought, well, that deal, especially like you just said there with Prime, I thought, well, there's no way he'll be able to just separate that and bounce, but we don't know what was in the contract. But yeah, Belanga, Munguia, um, Crawford's now a free agent as well. So mm. it, chucks, it chucks that into the mix as well. 
Yeah, and, and also I think, you know, we, we could probably surmise that if the opponent is going to be Jamal Charlo, he would have stayed with the PBC, but that looks like it's disappearing because Charlo is still with Al Heyman in the PBC, isn't he? So yeah. um, I, I think he is. I, I'm almost certain he is. But, um, yeah, it's a confusing situation. Canelo's got a lot of clout, remember. Um, I, I kind of bumped into Eddie Reynoso when we were out in Riyadh in December. I wish I'd tried to speak more to him about it. Um, I was actually asking him at the time if Joshua could come back and be mentally strong. Had he ever seen it in fights before? Because Reynoso, his trainer, is, I think, arguably the best in the world right now. Um, arguably. Um, you know, look at what he's done with people. And, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I mean, I thought we were going to get the Canelo announcement last week. And, and um, like yeah. I say, I still wouldn't rule out. I mean, I know Canelo said... It doesn't do any favours for him to fight Canelo because it's a lose-lose. If he wins, he's expected to win. If he yeah. loses, then it, it it doesn't help his legacy. But um, I think it's a fascinating matchup. He's got to fight David Benavidez, and Jaime Munguia is a good opponent. I'd rather see him face those than Belanga, in my view, by the way. I think Benavidez is, is the one, isn't it, that everybody's been talking about. I don't know if this rumoured potential move to this side, sort of back with Eddie. I don't know what that does for the, the Benavides fight um, in the long run, obviously, because Benavides is on sort of this side of the fence where, where he's sort of come away from. Do you think that puts that fight in a little bit of jeopardy just because of the working relationships between maybe Eddie and Al and the PBC? Yeah, and I, and I think that all this points to is that period a year and a half ago when Canelo... Um, was fighting four times, four four times in a year, didn't he? And he was, it was, you know, through the lockdown period. It's the time of fighting Billy Joe Saunders, and um, he's just he's powerfully in control of his own career. And I think it's another statement from him that I'm not going to be dictated to by promoters. Now, what happens with that contractual agreement? I don't know whether he might have to pay some money to the PBC, uh, but uh, we shall see. I look. Um, I don't think we're going to get the fight we want next, but I do think we will get the David Benavides fight eventually before he retires because there will be too many question marks otherwise. He doesn't fear anyone, Canelo. It's all a timing thing. And I think what he also does is... I was chatting in Talk Sports about this the other day. If, if What he also does is by facing Benavides, if... Canelo beats Benavidez and Benavidez then goes on um, and does a lot more. He's left that legacy stream for himself, like Mayweather did against Canelo, because everyone harks back to the victory that obviously he had. And they will with Bivol, because the Bivol victory was outstanding. But again, Canelo realised that night that, it, that super middleweight is his limit. He's a middleweight, really. Um, you know, he's, he's not a massive guy. Um, and I think we should celebrate him as long as he's here because he is a modern legend. There's no question about it. You speak to anyone, by the way, people uh, start to disrespect people when they've been around a long time, Matt. And I think because they forget what people have done. You talk to any boxers about him. You talk to the likes of John Ryder. You talk to coaches like Ben Davison. And they just talk about the tiny adjustments yeah. Uh, that he makes, that, that he's such a clever fighter. Talk to Callum Smith about him, such a clever fighter. 
And and he really is. He really is an amazing character. And I, I first came across him years ago through, uh, he's passed now, it's a tiny story, Don Chargin, who was a great promoter uh, with his wife in, in, in Los Angeles in the 50s, 60s and 70s. Don passed away, Don Chargin passed away a couple of years ago, but he was an amazing character and spotter of fighters. And he'd spotted that left hook to the body of Canelo when he was a teenager and advised Oscar De La Hoya to sign him. And Don Chargin went back to the days when he was a teenager and he'd be ringside uh, watching Sugar Ray Robinson sparring and wink at him and say, I'm going to do this now. So that that lineage is there. And um, it's, it's lineage is always important in boxing and there's no way that Canelo will leave this sport without completing his lineage. You've mentioned there, just I think it's important to touch on about Canelo and you know, what he's done for the sport and leaving that lineage. But isn't it, I suppose, isn't it a sign that you've done so much to the sport, the fact that you do get people who doubt or who do throw a little bit of, I say, negativity? Because when you get to a point, it always seems like somebody's ducking someone when, when they're not. And it's like, well, if he beats Benavidez, there'll be another one that comes along. And if he don't fight them, not ducking these people like his resume is a who's who of you know of, of well, whatever they, it's, they, it's, they, there is an overlap where they ought to fight Matt there is an overlap because he's been around long enough and he's and I spoke to Mauricio Suleiman about this the president of WBC last week he does believe they'll fight I'm, I, I think I'm right in saying that Benavidez has twice been called a mandatory for this um for this belt now he's certainly been called it now anyway yeah um yeah and right. He'll get called, I think, for that as well. Yeah, and 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 I, I don't think he's not avoiding people, but he's doing it in his own way. He, yeah. He's playing the A side game, and that's what people in Canelo's position did. I mean, I watched Floyd Mayweather doing it for years and years and years, and picking Shane Mosley at the right time and Cotto at the right time, and and um, you know Canelo at the right time, Pacquiao at the right time, Ricky Hatton at the right. He was very, very clever in in the management of his career at that point. And, and let's be honest, you know, Canelo has really pushed himself and, I, and he doesn't deserve any disrespect whatsoever. He's, he's in the sixties of his fights. He's only ever lost twice. He's gone up four weight divisions and become a world champion. He's an extraordinary ambassador for the sport. He's had a couple of blemishes in his career, things that have happened. But other than that, as I say, he is a genuine modern legend of our sport. Think about this. Imagine if we had a character in the UK. I remember saying at one time, I think Canelo to Mexico is almost like um he's like a David Beckham. I nearly said that. He's like a David Beckham, but you might throw in a lady die there or something of that, that he's got not someone of that. Yeah. Ilk that he's he's almost royalty to Mexico, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I read um I read a comment um interesting and it was just the last one sort of on Canelo, um because I think we might have spoke about this before as well. Um, you've got the likes of a Chris Eubank Jr. and people think you know that would be an interesting fight with the likes of Canelo. Eddie Hearn's yeah. come out recently and said, and I think um probably because of all the negotiations that have been going on with him and Conor Ben saying, you know, he's, he's running scared from Conor Ben, who was a well to it, and he wants to jump up to 168 to fight Canelo Alvarez. No chance. Uh, and in terms yeah. of 
money that Canelo wants, that wouldn't be a big enough fight. What do you make of them comments when he's been linked with the likes of a, uh, an Edgar Belanga and Jaime Munguia? Would you like to see Chris Eubank Jr.'s name thrown in the mix with a, with a Canelo? Yeah, I would. I mean, I think it'd be great for Chris Eubank Jr. But the problem is they haven't been proactive enough in making that um, happen, in my view. It's not out there enough, <clears throat> not out there enough at Canelo's events, getting in the face, all of those kind of things, making a lot of noise. Um, <clears throat> I know he wants the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, <clears throat> it'd be an opportunity for Canelo to come to the UK and beat a British boxer in the UK. It'd be, it'd be a big fight here. It's got a massive fan base here. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, Eubank hasn't made enough noise in the last year to make that happen. And <clears throat> I had a debate with someone the other day and um, um, outside, might be one of with one of your rivals, um, outside <clears throat> the heavyweights, who's the big, biggest British star or biggest name? It's probably Conor Ben. Yeah. You know? Um, obviously, Eubanks are part of that that kind of formula, if you like. If you were putting that list together, Anthony Yard, um, another Jay Tundia Jay put forward that um, I think it might have been with Spencer Fearon recently, or, or, or with one of your rivals that um, that the, there's he's he um, outside the heavyweights, he's the biggest name. But um, yeah, he referenced how. Numbers he brings in Anthony Yard. Yeah, based on those YouTube numbers and all of that kind of stuff, but I think it's Conor Ben, um, and, and they've done it by making a lot of noise. I don't think Chris Eubank Jr. makes enough noise when he's not active, you know. Um, and I think could do more work on it. What do you make of the I don't know call them negotiations because it always becomes very public when Javante Davis gets a message off Eddie Hearn. Um, I think the the offer was for ten million, and then we'll talk about an upside guarantee. And Javon is like, "Where's this promise twenty five And um, it, and then obviously you have your back and forth, which obviously still happens. I think Javonte Davis now. I can't remember if it says it's if it's definitely set, but it was reported that he will fight Frank Martin, um, in a defensive, yeah, which I think is a very good fight, by the way. Frank Martin's an exceptional fighter. Um, but what do you yes. sort of? That, that fight that was sort of touted and happened and negotiations falling apart again. Well, it was a hard it was a hard fight for Javante because he's coming up two weight divisions and he's risking things. My understanding is he earned 40 million US dollars for the fight with Ryan Garcia. So 25 to him is okay. Um, and then when he's offered 10, and you aren't going to get 15 million dollar upside, I think, from a Conor Ben fight, which is probably in the UK going to do 450,000 pay-per-view buys, something like that, Yeah. Um, in the UK and the US. Um, I think it would do about that because um, people want to see Conor Ben against Javonte Davis, who's one of the most talented boxers in the world, who fascinatingly, by the way, um, I just watched a little reel this morning on one of the social media channels with uh, Floyd Mayweather Sr. saying that Devin Haney owned Javonte Davis in in their sparring sessions. Did you see that? No, which one you're talking about? Because it was an in, there was an interview we did years ago, Floyd May with a senior, where they were talking about Javante, and he says, I, I know who beat him. And he goes, someone says, Devin Haney, and he goes, yeah. So that fight's always sort of lingering in the background as well. Oh, it's going to happen. It's a super fight. I, I mean, look, Conor Ben was linked to about 10 names, Matt, after 
uh, his last victory. I can't even remember the name of his opponent now. Who was it? Um, Peter, um, Dobson. Peter Dobson. Yeah, Peter Dobson. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Yeah, it yeah. was very tough. Um, but you know, I think we'll see Connor in some big fights this year. I, I do think we will see that. And they've made a lot of noise. And they made him a big name. We just need that hearing to get to or the, the appeal hearing to be completed. Don't say another two weeks to me because I've been hearing two weeks over and over and over again. We're about where we were about. We're in March on 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 Friday. It's March. Yeah, we were told it would be mid January. So God knows what's going on. And in that time, we've seen Conor Ben and Robert Smith greet each other at an event. Um, Conor Ben apologised to so many people, myself included, for slapping the, the microphone that night. I mean. He, he's he's very reticent now um, and about the way, um, you know, it was handled. And, you know, we need this resolution because he needs to know what's going on in his career. It's been a very, very long time. 100%. Um, look, before we talk about say what's next week, I think today in New York, press conference, Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney. Um, how much are you looking forward to this? I think as um, one of these fights that like we saw last year with Ryan and Javante, um, such a big fight. Um, it's happening in New York. It's moved from Vegas. It was originally set for Vegas. It's moved to New York. Um, I expect a lot of back and forth at this press conference today. Um, are you looking forward to it? Looking forward to it? Not the press conference in particular. I've got a really busy day because I'm going to the Middle East tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and um, I've got a ton of things to do. I've got um, lots of things to do today, really. Recordings and stuff before I leave and plans putting together um I, look, I, we know what's going to happen ryan garcia is going to get right in devon haney's face there may even be a, a brawl today bill haney will get involved um garcia's team will get involved there'll be a lot of fallout from it it'll be really interesting it's brilliant matchmaking for devon haney this fight in my view because ryan's got the perfect style perfect foil he's the perfect foil for devon haney to look really good uh, in this event. I think Devin Haney might even stop him late. Um, but I think it's a fascinating fight. Haney might even get hurt by Garcia, but Garcia might not even get that near him. Uh, but he's got the power and the speed to cause an upset, certainly early. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be noise. Like we saw last week with Jack Cattrall and Josh Taylor, if you create a, a press tour um and you allow i don't know if they're allowing a crowd in if they do it'll be great because it'll just razz up the entire thing and it will be full of razzmatazz and and carnival atmosphere and it's a big fight it's a big fight for america right now um yeah. so yeah i'm really looking forward to the contest itself on april the 20th has it got a venue yet is it new york it is new york i think they're saying they're at the barclays center in new york okay good it'll be good yeah, so it's part of a brilliant first six months of 2024 for us in boxing, you know. Really is. It's it's a it's a staggeringly good year, Matt. It is. They're going to say we're sort of picking up where the back end of last year ended and carrying on with these big fights. Well, where the whole of last year, I think, where we saw good fights. Uh, Joshua yeah. and Garnu, obviously, next week. Uh, I'll be there in Riyadh myself for it. Um, it's come around quick. Um, it seems like every, you know, these fights are not just getting made and getting made for six months time but they're coming thick and fast um how how are you feeling about that fight as we're sort of approaching fascinated by the obviously the Nganu story the um the yeah. fight and with Tyson and obviously Joshua is ever developing style under Ben Davison 
Um, looking forward to this now, Gareth, as it gets closer. Oh, absolutely. There's no one that isn't because there is genuine jeopardy for Joshua in this fight. You look at what, um, you know, rewatch what Nagano did against Fury. I know Fury had a terrible night against him, but rewatch what Nagano did. He's a much better boxer than anyone ever gave him credit for. Holds his shape, counter punches well, punches with his opponent, switches to southpaw decently. Um, clearly very resilient clearly got a lot of self-belief deep focus in the last um four days i've done interviews with um thomas carty who is obviously um sparring and uh tyson fury he was the guy before the croatian when uh when when tyson fury got cut and now he's over here in the UK sparring Anthony Joshua. I had a great chat with him. And he says Tyson Fury is absolutely on fire in training. All this stuff about him being, you know, and you could see it in his shape. He said it was amazing. And I said, was he telescopic? Because a lot of people I speak to about Fury always say that he's he's so telescopic when you when you when you box him in sparring. It's like these big telescopes coming out at you all the time. And obviously, he's, he's an incredibly long human being, isn't he? Big, big human being. And he said he was really enjoying sparring with Joshua, who was on top form as well. So good old Thomas Carty's getting the rounds under his belt. He also said, by the way, that Fury was in great shape in December when he was sparring with him up in Morecambe as well. Then I spoke to Ben Davison at length over in the Ben Davison Performance Centre. It's about 40 minutes' drive from me, so I'm not too far away. Had a great time with him and Barry. Uh, Chris Congo bumped it. I think Chris Congo was there. Yeah, he's um, yeah. fighting Mark. Who no, Lee, Lee, Wood, Lee Wood was there. Lee Wiley was there with him as his co-strategist. Um, and then this morning, before we took up, I, I was on a Zoom call with Dewey Cooper, who I'm good mates with, Francis Ngannou's coach. I caught up with him. That was fascinating. They, they're tunnel visions. They absolutely believe that they're going to get to Anthony Joshua and knock him out. It's so, so, you know, when you, when you, you know, you say, am I looking forward to it? When you've got this kind of access, um, it's phenomenal. You know, obviously I have to work for the access, but it's, it's phenomenal to, it, get, it gets very, very exciting. I'm looking forward to putting out all this material. I went to see Frank Warren last week as well. He's really excited about the event. Nick Ball, uh, against Ray Vargas. Spoke to Nick Ball on Saturday night. He's on that card. That's a really good fight. Yeah, it's going to be a war. And, and obviously, we've got Joseph Parker and uh, and Gili Zhang on the event. I spoke to Joe Joyce about that yesterday. I don't know. I've been around the houses, haven't I, in the last few days? Um, yeah. I spoke to Joe Joyce about that, about sparring with Francis and Garnu, about who he wants to win out of Parker and Zhang. Obviously, he sparred with one. Nagano in Vegas and he's fought the other two and he's beaten one and he's lost twice to the other obviously he said I'd rather fight Joseph Parker than Gili Zhang I'll be honest with you um, so he'd like Parker to win but it's like you say it's a really exciting time there's so many things going on in the sport yeah. it, it's so thrilling at the moment it really is incredibly thrilling and, and we've got a schedule all the way up to um a good um to the make what is it the first of June? We know what that schedule is. It's very very exciting, and I've got bookings for to do events 
in MMA as well into into September, October, November as well. So it's it's really exciting at the moment. Really exciting time. Yeah, it's a great time to be a to be a boxing fan. And there's still some big fights, um, even domestically as well, coming up that we um were waiting to be announced and we know that there's some in the pipeline as well. But look, Gareth, I appreciate you giving us some of your time. Um we will catch up again next week in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Um, and we'll get a little bit more insight onto the main card and we'll dissect it a little bit more. But yeah, thank you for getting in touch and we will, yeah, 100% we'll catch up next week. Absolute pleasure. Look forward to seeing you there, Matt. Appreciate it, Gareth. Have a good day. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.